0: Hey guys, you are now tuned into to the Two Dope podcast. You can find video clips from this episode and all of our other episodes on Instagram and YouTube. In addition, you can visit our website, twodicksonapod.com, to easily locate all of our social media accounts. If you enjoy the show, like, comment, share, and subscribe to our channel, as well as follow us on social media. And don't forget, turn on those notifications so you never miss a beat whenever new content drops. Stay tuned.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Too Dope. How's your day going, Richard?
0: It's going.
1: That's good. My day is completely made. I'll tell you why. Yeah. That panini press.
0: Bruh. Dude. That panini press.
1: I have, like, I'm kind of ashamed of myself, but I've never had a panini that I can recall of until today. Like, in my mind, I came up with the idea in the scenario that I needed a panini press. We made it happen. I don't regret it at all.
0: Legit. Yeah, that thing is nice.
1: Mm-hmm. You can do everything. Make yeah. the best sandwiches. That's the most important thing.
0: Yeah, I can't believe we've gone this long without, uh, without owning one with all the other weird kitchen gadgets that we've owned yeah. leading up to this one.
1: We've we've gone through a lot of the kitchen gadgets and somehow just overlooked this one. Not
0: sure yeah. why. Yeah. Shout out to Cuisinart.
1: Cuisinart.
0: Or however the hell you say their name.
1: <laughs> I, I seriously <laughs> thought that it was Cuisinard until <laughs> last Ard? night. Yeah, Cuisinard. There's no D. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, I never, like, looked at the spelling. I just knew it of hearing it. It was Cuisinard. That <laughs> <It> was Cuisinart. <laughs> <laughs> like I was you like know, you
0: have a few words that are like that where you say them and I'm like, what are you saying?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's like to do with like where it came from, and just yeah, it's usually the worst when I'm trying <laughs> when I'm trying to like spell the word, and like I'm like, this is not working. Why is there showing like a little <laughs> squiggly red line? Yeah, that's because I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, like what's another one? Promergen. Like Parmesan cheese, am I saying it right? No. Parmesan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Parmesan is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's,
1: that's what I, th- I thought it was. Every time it's I, Parmesan.
0: Parmesan. The, the A comes before the R.
1: Yeah, that was Parmesan or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It all sounds weird to me.
0: What was that other one you used to say? Uh, recommend. Ins- yeah, instead of recommend, recommend.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just keep getting like <laughs> a little squiggly or like. <laughs> Like, if I go to speak in the phone, like, for Siri, it'd be, like, uh, rec, oh, man. <laughs> like, like, rec, W-R-E-C-K, mm-hmm. oh, man. Like that's the type of stuff that I get all the time when I try talking into Siri.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess when you're mispronouncing, it doesn't really know what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I think I'm speaking a whole new language to them. Mm-hmm. But aren't they supposed to pick up, like, on your, like, talking patterns?
0: Well, they're supposed to be able to, like, pick up on, like, enunciation issues or, like, accents. But, like, if you're just flat out not saying the word correctly, it's going to be hard. Like, recromend isn't even a word.
1: That's my accent.
0: <laughs> but it's not even, like, saying the word right. Yeah, it's the accent. It's not the accent. It's Oxite. It's literally putting letters in places that there aren't those letters
1: well it's it can be considered an accent maybe i'm, I'm trying to just justify of how i'm saying it just like the people <laughs> how they say a warsh rag a warsh
0: yeah and i bet you if you asked siri for a warsh rag it would be like what are you talking about
1: i'm gonna just type or say that and see what comes up with ready Warshrag. rag Oh, uh, no, it just says wash rec. That's so weird. But, <laughs> but maybe can't...
0: that's because that's a common way that people say it. Like, how many people... You're the only person I've ever heard say recommend recromand.
1: hmm I feel like there's a couple other. I just don't remember anymore. I know Parmesan was one. Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds weird.
0: Yeah, I can see the struggle in your face Parmesan. trying to say it.
1: Yeah, but every time I go to spell it because, like, prom- Parmesan is, like... Parmesan. You know, the main ingredients and everything. I try to spell it and it just doesn't work out. Mm
0: -hmm. It's because you're putting the R first.
1: And it's so weird because, like, I am, like, one of those, like, grammar Nazis. I can't spell very good myself or very well. Yeah. But I can correct people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's, like, people who, like, also um, misuse uh, phrasings. Like
1: (laughs) Catherine obvious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I worked with a girl who said Catherine obvious instead of captain obvious. Or instead of the phrase tomato, tomato, (laughs) they said potato, potato.
1: Who says potato? And I was like, no
0: one fucking says potato. Like, that. you can't even use that phrase. It doesn't even make sense.
1: You'll be at Panera Bread. <laughs> I'm only using Panera Bread because we have <laughs> the paninis. <laughs> I like a bowl of potato soup. <laughs> Maybe over in the UK. Can I get some potato soup?
0: It <laughs> uh, sounded so ridiculous. But speaking of paninis, back to that Cuisinart, though.
1: Cuisinart? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that panini press has... The plates that flip, so you have the grill side and, then and the, the griddle. griddle side.
1: And you can lay it open, which is so cool. Yeah, that's legit. So I can get rid of that cheap little griddle thing that we had yeah, that we've Yeah, we don't even need used. that anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then we also bought plates to make waffles, so it also can do waffles.
1: And I could put pancake powder on it. <laughs> the baby with... The <laughs>
0: Literally, no one is going to understand that inside joke except for you and I.
1: (laughs) But it's funny. Uh, (laughs) Pancake powder. Do you ever eat pancake powder? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to have the waffles, though, because when I threw ours away, that was, I can't believe I tried using, like, what was it, Cinnabon, homemade Cinnabon roll dough stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make waffles. (laughs) was, like, rock hard.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think it's, you know, it was the, the way you made it.
1: Yeah. I think made,
0: you told me you tried to make it different that time, and I was like, you can't make it different and then expect the
1: different. same thing. <laughs> yeah. I tried making it without butter.
0: Yeah, that was probably the reason why it turned rock hard and why all of the Cinnabons also turned out, like, bread. Hard caramel. Well, they were, like... Like, the the cinnamon buns themselves were, like, bread instead of, like, you know, like a bun
1: Mm -hmm. or whatever. I might actually try that with this uh, Cuisinart art when we get the um, waffle things, the waffle implants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The waffle plates?
1: waffle plates. And try doing that, but then I'm going to spray some nonstick spray on it. I'm going to try that. Word. Yeah. But I am so happy with them sandwiches. Like I'm not really a sandwich person or like bread is as it mm-hmm. sounds like. I like rolls and all that stuff. But, like as far as like bread for sandwiches, like it's not my go-to, but those sandwiches, man, I'll probably be in them every day.
0: Yeah. That's a big difference maker. And it's not the same as like a sandwich maker. Cause like those weird sandwich maker things that are like almost the same thing I feel like they crush the sandwiches a little bit because mm-hmm. they're they're meant to like cut it into like the triangles mm-hmm. but then and then like it like creases but the sides it also the gets sides.
1: the bread like even like not just like the little creases but just like the bread itself it gets it like so thin like it, like you almost like take a rolling iron to it well, that's what I mean a it, rolling like, it like crushes
0: it a rolling <laughs> iron <laughs> there we are back to to phrases what's and a rolling iron people... <laughs> is there such thing as a rolling iron uh i don't know yeah well that's like me on that other episode a while ago where i said um we we're doing a, a side show and i said taking a trip down memory road <laughs> instead of memory lane
1: <laughs> you said that one or twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, as literal as you are, and like so precise. I can't believe you said one or twice.
0: That was years ago.
1: That was not years ago.
0: That was literally two years ago.
1: That was literally not. That was like maybe a year ago.
0: No, that was over. That was two years ago. Whatever. wasn't even a manager yeah. at that time.
1: Huh. Yeah. All right. You can <laughs> win. I'll let you win.
0: I'm just saying, that's another inside joke where people aren't going to understand the reference. <coughs> it's two for you.
1: <laughs> you're the only one laughing right now.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure everyone who's listening too aren't going to be laughing because they're not going to understand the inside jokes that you're using.
1: Hmm. Okay. Let me hydrate myself.
0: <laughs> but anyway, this, uh, this Panini Press griddle thing that we got... In the process of getting it, because we got it from Kohl's, mm-hmm. and Kohl's is currently closed uh, to the point where, you know, you can't go inside the store, which you can do. Drive up. Drive up. And a lot of businesses are doing that. Like, mm-hmm. a lo- like you know, Best, Buy's Best Buy is doing it right yeah. now. Um,
1: Target standard.
0: Yeah, That's but funny. like, yeah, but like companies like Target and Walmart um, had already started doing that prior to this pandemic.
1: Hold up. Walmart does it? Yeah. I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Like, they have that area where you can go in, you know, where they have that, that giant cylinder, mm-hmm. and you can pick up your stuff in there, or they have, like, the lockers, but there's also a drive-up, too. Is
1: that that drive through looking thing? The what? Like, they have, like, a drive through lane, don't they? Where? At Walmart?
0: I don't know if that's part. I think, no, I think that's the pharmacy.
1: Oh. Okay. That might
0: be part of it. I'm not really sure. But it's like on the side, like at least at our Walmart, it's on the side because there's that big sign that says pickup, and then you drive over there and they have.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. That might make me like change my mind about Walmart. Yeah. I love the pickups. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean it's super convenient.
1: It is, especially with a three-year-old.
0: Yeah, yeah, and doing easy shopping and you just do it online and then go there and pick it up. Hmm. You know, so like. That is really convenient and like with some of these companies doing it that have never done that before don't usually do it Mm -hmm. like what if that becomes a thing like companies have decided to start implementing that on a normal basis on a regular basis and they're going to start doing the you know online ordering pickup thing
1: i think that they're actually going to start like implementing that into like normal routine once this whole coronavirus thing like Slows down or whatever. I think it's an awesome idea. Like, I don't really think, like, people would lose jobs over it. If anything, I feel like it could stimulate the economy with, like, people with jobs and stuff like that. Create more jobs. Because I'm sure people actually want to go inside and you'll need those employees for in there, along with employees who can, like, bring the stuff out to the car for you.
0: Right. Yeah, because I think once it becomes, like, a regular thing where Mm -hmm. it's more commonplace for people to do online pickup, that they're going to need to have associates whose main job is to handle uh you know store-side delivery
1: right because you'll need people pulling the stuff off of the shelves people packaging it up people you know scanning it or whatever you got to do and bringing it out to the car right i love it
0: yeah because like right now target has four spaces for you to pull up and park at some point they're gonna have to make that bigger
1: what if they made six spaces (gasps) six (gasps) spaces (laughs)
0: But see, like if they did something like that, though, where you where you could have more than only a handful of cars mm-hmm. come in, then you're going to need a fleet of people to be able to handle that side of business.
1: Absolutely. I think it would be a great thing. I feel like stuff that's happening now, like different procedures, I feel like it's kind of like a test run, like even though companies might not have like initially like thought of the idea of like curbside pickup or whatever, that it's, like, kind of, like, trial time for them, you know, work all the bugs out, figure out what they want to do and how they could, you know, make it even better.
0: Right. Yeah, because curbside pickup, that's been, like, that's a common thing in, like, restaurants. Yeah. You know, like, um places like Texas, Texas Roadhouse yeah. does curbside pickup. They're, you know, I think Applebee's has curbside pickup. Like, all those kind of, like, main chain restaurants have it. Yeah. And then, like, I know, like... Fast food places like McDonald's started doing it, where you they could did? do yeah, you can do online order on your phone, and you just pull up into the online order uh, nice. parking spot, and they come and bring your food out.
1: Can you imagine how soggy and nasty their food's got to be though?
0: Well, I think the way that it works though is you is you have to pull up to the space and then do your order. Mm. Like I don't think you can like tell them or do the order prior oh, like to because you way. have to tell them which spot you're in. I think okay. is how it works. Like you pull up to the and like I think it's not... At least at the McDonald's that I've seen, mm-hmm. it's on the drive-through side. So you go around where the drive-through side is, and there's parking lanes there, and you park mm-hmm. into the spots that say online order and it'll be like online order lane oh. one, two, three, and you park in there and then you do your order and tell them which lane you're in, and then they make the order and bring it out.
1: That's cool. I think that might be what chick-fil-A does because I now that I'm using the app finally to get some reward points, <laughs> um, I seen where that they have where you can order online and I'm like, I never did it because I'm like, where am I gonna go pick this stuff up? But like, I also feel like Chick Fil A is one of those places that doesn't really need it because you can be in a line where like cars are wrapping around the building, and you can get through the drive-through, get your order, and and get your food within five minutes.
0: Right, dude. Chick Fil A for real yes. is like the greatest fast food chain ever.
1: They are the cream of the crop.
0: Minus the fact that they're closed on Sundays.
1: The cat's meow.
0: <laughs> I think being closed on Sundays is like their only downfall.
1: But it's not really a downfall. Like if you like want to compare them against other restaurants that they still get so much more service than all these other like like I love Wendy's. I love Arby's but they don't compare. Right. Like I had to do a, ch- a Chick- I didn't have to. I did a Chick-fil-A survey and they were like asking me like for like an additional survey based on where I've eaten in the last like 30 days or three months. And I said Arby's and Wendy's also, which love those places, but like doing the surveys and them asking me these questions, I'm like, man, Chick-fil-A is just like way up here and they're just down there.
0: Right. But yeah, like I think, just imagine how much more revenue they could boost by being right. open that one extra day, especially cause it's a weekend day.
1: I th- That's true. Now, back to the whole uh, pickup and everything, I feel like um, this that's kind of like what they probably will need to do, like step in that type of direction to help all these people, like because so many people are unemployed at this point and don't even know if they are going to have a job after this whole coronavirus thing um, gets over with. Right. So I, I think it's a smart idea.
0: With that, then, do you think uh – what do you think is going to happen to these smaller businesses and smaller restaurants that had to close? Like, do you think they'll be able to bounce back or do you think they're going oh. to be so far in the hole? Cause like those places, like, especially if they don't own like their building and they rent their space, like mm-hmm. the renting doesn't stop just because the, the business right, is closed. Cause
1: those people that own them have bills to pay themselves. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could go like great or very bad it's like there's no like in between in my opinion now I feel like you know how people say like support your local businesses and stuff like that like especially around the holidays people like implement that and like if there really starts like a movement on that and people like really you know get everybody in that gear of trying to support the smaller businesses I think that they'll be able to you know thrive it might take them longer they might not be back to like where they were previously but I think that majority of them anyway could be okay right like especially if like these larger corporations actually like donated to them I know it sounds like far-fetched for places like that but
0: I I, I highly doubt that's gonna happen
1: I I know but I'm just saying like if they did I think that it would really help out
0: yeah but you know larger corporations didn't get large because they helped the little guy
1: oh yeah I know their um motto is basically just to be superior be the best you know nobody can compete with them I get that um
0: those companies are banking on the fact that those smaller companies close oh yeah and then that brings more business to them Mm -hmm. you know like if you look at Walmart like Walmart's not going to support the smaller brick and mortar you know fresh markets and stuff like that because they know if those companies don't open back up that's more business for us
1: absolutely and I mean, I, I get it, even though, like, it doesn't really seem fair for the smaller people. But, like, I do understand the idea of that. But I don't know. I think it's, like, up to the general population to determine whether uh, the smaller businesses are going to open back up or not.
0: Right. It, I mean, it is going to to take them participating in and shopping in those locations. But what I'm saying is, like, what if some of them can't open? Right. You know, like, what does that do, you know, to the structure of the economy you know because those people then who did work there don't have jobs right and then they're gonna have to
1: find new jobs find you
0: know, new jobs at
1: Drive-through, bigger chains. drive through pickups yeah and i know it's so sad though because you know some of these people invested their whole life their whole life savings to put into the job or their business mm-hmm.
0: Imagine having started like a new business, like a small business, like late or mid to late, you know, 2019, or even in 2018, because it usually takes like a year right. to before you start generating like...
1: Any type of revenue. Yeah. Right.
0: And so like, imagine being in that position, say you started your business, you know, third quarter of last year, mm-hmm. you know, wanted to try to capitalize on... You know the the holiday market right and then you get into this year thinking all right now i'm going to try to capitalize on the spring break market
1: 2020 is my year and
0: then just get completely raped by this whole thing like and then you spent your whole life savings like you said Mm -hmm. to try to get that business off the ground and it just collapses on you because of this
1: yeah it's it's very heartbreaking and like the sad thing is you know it happens with or without this pandemic or a pandemic
0: Right, I mean, yeah, I, I know it does happen like that, but I mean, like, for people who are, like, on the brink of success, though, yeah, to lose it because of this, to be closed for, the like, being closed for two months.
1: Especially, like you said, spring break time. Like, this is, like, what boosts Florida's economy.
0: Right, and we're still assuming that we're going to actually be open come May. Right. Like, that, there's still stipulations that there's still going to be some sort of, you know, executive order that's going to prevent some companies from being able to operate at full capacity.
1: Right. And although that wouldn't be very good for the corporations and stuff like that, I would love that. Like, I don't like being around a lot of people. Like keep your distance from me. I don't care if you're sick or not. Just stay away. True. Like, I think my favorite thing about this, like, although I think it's like weird that they have to do this to like show people, but where they put the tape on the floor Mm -hmm. so people know how far to stay back from each other. I like that because sometimes, like, in grocery stores, people are, like, up on your butt or, like, busting you in the heels with their cards.
0: Right, they just start crowding you. I think they should keep that, though. Yeah. Like, when this is all said and done, keep the the marker spacings. Like, places like, like Target where they have, like, actual, you know, like, markers on the ground where it actually says stuff on it. It's not just, like, you know, some companies just have tape on the ground. Right. And they're just trying to show you where six feet is, like targets. actually got like the red little dot, mm-hmm. and it says, you know,
1: or like uh, Publix, where they have arrows of which ways you can go down and up, you know, which aisles.
0: Yeah. Nobody I, follows no, it. No, not at all. When when we went there, and I noticed that, I was like, oh, I wonder if people are actually adhering to this. And I go down the next aisle, and immediately see a bunch of people just crisscross. I'm like, oh yeah, no one's. Do you know when I no noticed? One's even paying attention. Do you know to when that.
1: I noticed nobody was paying attention to it? Mm. <laughs> when I was going down the wrong,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> you were one of the people not oh paying gosh. attention.
1: <laughs> I'm like, huh, why is there an arrow here <laughs> pointing in the opposite direction? <laughs> uh, okay, here's one. What if they created like police to be in these stores to like implement like these like rules? So if you don't follow these procedures or rules, you get like written a ticket or you know you get charged extra for your bill, like a
0: citation or something.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't that be sick?
0: That'd be weird, I think. Really? I think it'd be
1: it might be I too controlling feeling. Yeah,
0: I feel like at that point you're starting to, you know, put too much control into into that aspect.
1: But some of these people need it, they're idiots.
0: Yeah, but I think like the, the lane thing and whatnot, it's all it's all really just suggestion. Right. Like none of it is really like implemented law. And you have to follow these rules. That it really is all just suggestion. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the stay-at-home orders, I mean, that's a little bit different. They can close things down because of that stuff. And they can prevent businesses from being open unless they're deemed essential right. and whatnot. But, like, the spacing and trying to be six feet from from other people, like, really is just a, a safety suggestion and not really an implemented rule. Right. And I think if they tried to, you know, hire security people to enforce those implications, it would be kind of, be a little extreme, I think.
1: It would, but I think some of the people really need that. Yeah. I I think it's a good idea for some people. I know it would never fly.
0: That's like, you're starting to get borderline into like martial law where you're using military force and and police force to to enforce your new rules and regulations.
1: You know what I would call it? Hmm. Paul Blart law.
0: Why Paul Bar- Blart Law?
1: Because he's like the mall cop, of like a store cop like that, riding around on a little Segway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be stupid. <laughs> but that's exactly how it would be, though, because it wouldn't be real, like, officers or anything. It would be all these uh, guns-for-hire kinds of people <laughs> that would come in as, like, as like mall cops, like security officers.
1: What are those uh, people for um, school? Like they have like safety patrol? Oh, like uh,
0: <laughs> liaison officers?
1: Yeah. Or like, I don't know if they had it, like when you're growing up, but where you wear like a yellow like vest harness. Oh,
0: They had that when I was in like elementary school. But once I started, once I got into middle school and went into high school, it was always liaison officers. Like, like really? people who, yeah, they were either ex-cops or retired cops that were... They enforce the schools. Yeah. They like, had you, one you didn't one. have no kids wearing the stupid. Like, I think once you get past elementary school, like, kids that are wearing that are just going to get bullied. They're not going to do nothing.
1: At <laughs> elementary, it's like, great. You're doing so good. And then yeah. you get know, older. It's like,
0: haha. Yeah.
1: Go. <laughs> <Okay>. Go. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. That's exactly how yeah. it would be.
1: But that's something that's always gone through my mind <laughs> just because, like, I always run, like, into the idiots who, like, are constantly, like, blocking the center of the aisle. It's, like, if you're going to be in the way, move to somewhere where, like, you're not going to be. It's common sense, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never understood that why people just, like, all of a sudden just blatantly stop in the middle of an aisle or, like, right at, like, the, the entrance. So, like, if someone else wanted to go to that aisle, you're just standing there.
1: Mm-hmm. And they take their sweet time. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and it's, like, it's one thing if you stop, but you've moved over to the side so that passing traffic can still get past you. But, like, when you just stop and either your fat ass or your cart is blocking <laughs> the entire entrance and no one can get by you.
1: What about those people who, like, are, like, power walking through the store and, like, don't even look when they're walking and just, like, turn the cart and almost hit you? I've had one person do that. That was today,
0: actually. Someone almost hit me today.
1: We're social distancing. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it happens all the time. I had somebody do that to me one day at Walmart, like, run into me really hard. And the husband was like, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah. And the wife's just sitting there like, I didn't do anything. It's like, you're the one that hit me with the cart. <laughs> I was so glad cause Cecilia. You know,
0: she's probably a stone cold bitch at home, and that's why like he was apologizing because he's just used to that.
1: He's whipped. <laughs> but like, I was so thankful I did not have Cecilia with me at that time. That she was in the store with my dad. But like, normally I have to carry her throughout the store or whatever. I am so glad because she would have hit my kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes my dad talks about. <laughs> <laughs> this how he does that because they get like really close to his heels he was like i'm just waiting for that moment so i could just like kick that car back into their fat stomachs <laughs>
0: <laughs> some okay. of those people deserve that those are the same exact people i bet you any money on the road that they tailgate people mm-hmm. like constantly even when you're like already speeding and they come up on you and they're just like right on your ass and it's like bro there's no one even next to us like you could just go around if i'm not going fast enough
1: I think it's worse for the people who do that and think they can get around, but you're like in a traffic jam, like there's no way you can bob and weave through the lanes. Like you're stuck behind me. Like why ride my Mm bumper like that? We're all going to get to the same place at the same time. Right. I think it's funniest too when people do that and race just to get stopped at the stoplight. It's like,
0: "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) you know, like you just roll up next to that person and be like, yeah, I do that. I didn't even have the speed to get here.
1: I do that all the time. Like I have them that look like that. Mm-hmm. I love it.
0: Yeah, I think the worst though is like when I'm on the highway and I'm already doing like 80. So like I've already gave you ten over the speed limit and you're, you're still welcome. still riding my ass. So then I proceed to slow down. Like if you're gonna just ride my ass, then I'll give I'll give you five now over the speed limit and see how, how good you feel about that. Mm-hmm until you go around me because there's like no one no one around
1: true story
0: that happens to me too when I'm not even in the fast lane like I'm in the center lane
1: so the like not too fast not too slow lane
0: yeah dude that's just like that you're just you know
1: going the speed limit traffic
0: (laughs) no I think the slow lane is the is the speed limit lane center lane is like flow of traffic. And then the other lane is supposed to be the fast lane.
1: I have seen people drive 45 miles per hour in that slow lane. Like where are the police when you need them?
0: Yeah. Driving slow on the highway impedes Traffic. traffic just as dangerously as driving too fast.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: If not, I think it's more dangerous to be driving that slow because like, especially if you're, you know, you're a good amount of yards behind a car And then all of a sudden you see that car and you can't tell from like, you know, a thousand feet that that car is, you know, driving 45 miles an hour and you're doing And you, if you're already speeding, doing 80, you you know, you can come up on that car fast, especially if you're like, if you're a driver and you're not paying attention, like especially for those drivers who speed and then they talk on their phone or they, they try to text on their phone. You got a car doing 45, And you're doing 80 85 and you're not paying attention it only takes a couple of seconds for you to be looking down and you're on that car and you're slamming your brakes or you're running right into that car
1: yeah it causes like car pileups and everything like that's a great way to kill somebody or kill yourself yeah i don't recommend it at all
0: another thing though and i've never experienced this in other states but in florida people do that where they drive hella slow on the on-ramp getting on the highway like why the there's all of that fucking space for you to get up to speed onto the highway there's no excuse for you to get on the highway doing 40 miles an hour
1: yeah because
0: now you're gonna cause an accident
1: that's how it is over here by our
0: dude it's like that on like on like literally every every on-ramp that i've like experienced in this state at least in central florida
1: i agree with that but i think the absolute worst one is the one over here by us
0: which one because there's two of them
1: uh, <laughs> the one from um Palm bay uh Malabar onto the highway
0: oh yeah that one's awful yeah especially- well and then it's like two lanes that merges into one lane before it gets on the highway mm-hmm. and then people like don't understand that concept so everyone's just like and then everyone slows down so that everyone can get into the single lane. And then everyone's doing thirty onto the highway. Like
1: you get that, and then you get the people who are on the highway that don't understand, move over, or speed mm-hmm. up, or slow down. No, they well, want to be shouldn't away Slow there.
0: down. I think no. slowing down is the worst thing you could do when you're on the highway, especially if you're next to an on ramp. I agree. Like if anything, you speed up and get out of the way, or you move over to the next lane if you have the availability to do so.
1: Right. Apparently, nobody has availability even on an open highway. Dumb.
0: Yep. And it's always, like, people in, like, smaller cars, too. You know, like, people who drive, like, big 350, you know, F350s. They're gone. They're out of there. Or they're driving semi-trucks. Like, all those guys have common courtesy, and they get out of the way. But you'll see someone driving their freaking you know, 92 (laughs) Geo Metro, like topping out at 75 miles per hour and they're not moving for anybody. And it's like, dude.
1: Move it or lose it.
0: It's because their car is worth absolutely shit. Like the dirt on the bottom of my shoe is worth more than that car. So they don't even, they don't even care. They're just like, whatever. Like if you wreck this car, we get into a wreck. No, I didn't lose anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll get another one. (laughs) Okay. So what if Disney never opened back up?
0: Mm. Well, I think, uh, I think immediately the biggest issue that that would cause is revenue stream for Orlando and central Florida. Yes. Because you lose all the people who are coming here and spending, you know, a couple of days up to a week or more in Disney. Mm -hmm. And like, For me like specifically like working on beachside is we get a ton of traffic from people who are coming to florida to go to disney and they don't want to spend all eight of their days doing disney you know like they want to do a couple of other things they come beachside so we're gonna lose you know a bunch of that traffic you're gonna lose you know some people do the cruise lines to central florida to do disney trips they're going to lose business because of it.
1: I think overall, if Disney shut down, it would hurt the whole entire, the whole entire world. <laughs> Sorry. It's like that meme. <laughs> Spacing out. <laughs> no, but I think it would hurt the whole entire like economy of the world. Yeah. The cruise ships, you know, they go to countries.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but i don't think that's the whole that's not the whole world though like there's there's i mean disney is only in a handful of countries and then that disney cruise line only goes to a handful of ports yeah but
1: they also have them in like major places like japan
0: yeah that's a country obviously yeah i said that they have them in a handful of countries
1: thanks Catherine. obvious But the people that... Well, they're
0: not going to have them in, like, Morocco. Like, of course, they're going to be in the bigger, more established countries.
1: Having in Haiti. (laughs) Okay, well, not the one... Speaking
0: of Morocco, shout out to the two uh, subscribers that we have in Morocco.
1: You guys, Morocco. (laughs) Probably nobody got that. I didn't get it. Like, rock, Morocco. (laughs) It makes sense in
0: here. <laughs> this is the only place it's making sense. <laughs>
1: Maybe they get it. Uh, no, but like
0: we probably just lost those 2 subscribers.
1: <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> no, but like forget like the financial side, which like like you said would like really hurt the economy here. But like the boredom. Like what are these people going to do with their lives?
0: Wait, what well people?
1: The people that go there, I mean, especially the locals who have the annual passes like us. Mm. But then the
0: You know you know what will happen is if Disney doesn't reopen though, it's gonna boost the market for the other uh theme parks in that area. So like Universal will see a huge surge right. uh in visitors.
1: Maybe SeaWorld and Bush Gardens will have a chance.
0: <laughs> SeaWorld does pretty good. Every time we've gone there, except for a handful of times, they've been busy. And then SeaWorld still has, like, the, you know, the...
1: Discovery?
0: Well, yeah, Discovery Cove. Um, but, like, they always have that uh, that food festival.
1: SeaWorld does? Yeah. Oh.
0: Hey, you didn't oh, know yeah, that?
1: Seafood Festival.
0: It's not just a seafood festival. It's, like, foods from around the world. And, like, when you go there, they have, like, stations all over the place where you can, like, taste foods from all over the place.
1: Gotcha. I think it's... It's like
0: Epcot but only part of the year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, nobody compares to Disney. But I think it's so, like, ironic that SeaWorld would allow, like, seafood there.
0: Why not? They got to do something with them fish that are close to dying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> they
0: just feed it to you.
1: The whales didn't want these. Here, let's fry them up for these customers. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, they just tell you it's cod, but really it's shambu. <laughs> Sardine.
1: <laughs> We're completely opposite side of the spectrum. Like sardines are like anybody,
0: <laughs> but there's no sardines that that you can go and see at Seaworld. <laughs> 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 time
1: so i've ever heard of a sardine is in the can like <laughs> i know they live in water but where do sardines actually live at <laughs> it's like a hamster yeah, where do you never hamsters- see hamsters
0: in the wild like
1: <laughs> where do hamsters live if they're not at a pet shop or in your house
0: <laughs> they don't <laughs> they don't exist anywhere else that that's like a 100 percent domesticated animal like they were they were genetically engineered to be pets. They don't exist anywhere else. I don't even else.
1: know why they're just mean and <laughs> bite you and like shove food in their cheek pouches all day long.
0: <laughs> My brother had a hamster one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it actually wasn't that mean. It did bite you though, but it was like not that mean. It got out one time and like at the time we had four cats and a dog <laughs> <laughs> and the cats tried to kill it and our dog actually guarded it. And I remember, um, I wasn't the one who found it, but I think my brother or my dad found it. Like they, they got up and our dog Molly was like huddled by a corner and all the cats were just sitting there (laughs) staring at her. And then my dad or Mike or whoever saw it went to see what the hell was going on. (laughs) And the, and the hamster was like in the corner and like the dog had it blocked off in the corner so the cats couldn't get it.
1: Oh man. That reminds me of a hamster that my brother had when we were younger. Um, so our it was a two-story house, and then we had the basement on top of that. My brother's room was upstairs, you know, the top story of the house. And he had a hamster named Maynard.
0: <laughs> Maynard?
1: <laughs> we also had a great uncle named Maynard, too. <laughs> <laughs> so weird but anyway the hamster went missing and like i mean i think it was like a week we were all looking around the house like oh no there's gonna be a dead hamster around here <laughs> we found it in the basement of like a bucket full of water
0: like it just drowned itself
1: no it was, survived
0: oh it was just swimming
1: yeah <laughs> something like that
0: well if it wasn't swimming it'd be, <laughs> be dead <laughs>
1: That's not a flotation device. (laughs) Uh,
0: Was it? No. I mean, you never know. It could have been floating on a piece of cardboard or something that brought in there with it.
1: I did have a guinea... Was he? No, he was a teddy bear hamster. (laughs) So I got him when I was really young. And the guy that um, picked him out at the store for me, like, got him out of the cage to put in the thing for me to take home, his name was Derek. (laughs)
0: Derek, that's such an inappropriate pet
1: name. Hold up. Derek. <laughs> Mind you, I also have always loved Elvis Presley. I still do. <laughs> I named the- <laughs> I named that hamster Elvis Derek. <laughs> it's
0: an awful name. <laughs> I know. So wait, so you had a hamster named Elvis and then you also then proceed to to name your Chihuahua Elvis? Yeah. So you repurposed that name?
1: We also one of our dogs had <laughs> no, that was a third. We also had um a dog that had puppies and like we like named them all before they went to home. Some people kept the name, some people didn't. One of them I named Elvis. <laughs> if we ever have a boy, what's his name gonna be?
0: Not Elvis.
1: <laughs> it better not be Richard. <laughs> Don't need a fourth Richard around here. <laughs> My head hurts from laughing. <laughs> anyway, that teddy bear hamster, he got out all the time. Like, my parents would always wake me up because they'd be like, your hamster's out of its cage. <laughs> like Somehow it would always pop the top open and just, like, run around underneath the futon and everything. But that hamster, like, he was so hairy that, you know those runny exercise things?
0: Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> Something got diarrhea.
1: <laughs> 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 the exercise. <laughs> Can hamsters have diarrhea?
0: Uh, I'm sure any uh, animal that defecates can have diarrhea.
1: (laughs) Anyway, fur was like stuck to that thing, like a big old clump. Because like every time it would run, his fur would get stuck in it. But we bought another hamster because that one, it escaped for a while and we couldn't find it. Then my parents got one and said that he had a baby (laughs) <laughs> it was like day and night the difference with the hamsters like they looked similar but this one no joke had red eyes and he was evil like he always bit me and like i think it choked on a piece of food and died mm. I, was ha- I was happy i was happy when that thing died I was, what did you keep it for then my parents paid like ten dollars like why not
0: <laughs> have you ever had pet fish
1: yeah unwillingly one time because our turtle goldberg my i think he just passed away actually but anyway he was like a fat lazy like red ear slider <laughs> and he like was so tired of chasing around this fish they ended up becoming best friends and that fish got like this big it was a it was supposed to be a goldfish too mm-hmm. have you ever had pet fish
0: <laughs> I have I, I had a betta fish one time. I had two betta fish.
1: Oh, you went the fancy style, not the little, like, 25-cent ones. You went, like, the $5 ones. Yeah, like the. the
0: <laughs> it was, I think it was, like, $7. Anyway, we but, like, counting. the cool thing with betta fish, though, have you ever, you know what betta fish are?
1: Yeah, the ones that can't live with anybody else because it'll eat them. Yeah,
0: because they're <laughs> fighting fish. But we had two of them, and we had one of those special betta fish tanks where you have the clear divider mm-hmm. so that they would stare at each other and, like, Get pissed. And then when I was done <laughs> with them, I I pulled the berry and let them fight.
1: Why? Because
0: I was done with them. And then one died. And then obviously. I kept the other one because obviously it was the superior fish. So I kept it for a little bit.
1: You're sick and demented.
0: <laughs> and then my and then my cat decided it was the superior animal on the food chain and scooped it out and ate it. Yeah.
1: That's gross. How do beta fish mate if they hate each other?
0: Well... Fish don't mate. What happens is one fish lays the eggs and the other fish comes over it and, and squirts the semen on it. Hmm. That's how it works. And then the then the the fish juice come over the eggs and they fertilize the eggs.
1: <laughs> the fish juice. <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: yeah, the fish secretement.
1: I never knew that that's how fish worked. Yeah. So literally any Fish could be the daddy.
0: I mean, theoretically speaking, but, like, that's not how it works. Usually, like, you have, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they they partner up and they just decide.
1: <laughs> I, I love mean. you. Let me, <laughs> let me fertilize your babies.
0: Yeah. So.
1: I wonder if, like, fish can braid, like, mixed braids.
0: I'm sure they can. Okay. Not really, like, positive, but, you know. Maybe that's how so many different fish came about.
1: I bet that's what you're going to be looking up on the toilet next time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can can you mix breed fish?
1: Are there interracial fish? (laughs) Not interracial. Interbred fish.
0: Interspecies fish. fish.
1: Interspecies. No, because that would be like half toad, half fish. (laughs) 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 I mean, I guess they kind of are like half fish, half. Or is that just frogs that start off as tadpoles?
0: Uh, yeah, that's just frogs.
1: Toads don't do it.
0: Well, aren't they like part of the frog genome?
1: Yeah, but uh, regular frogs can go in water. Toads can't, can they?
0: Some can. Huh. I don't know. I'm no I'm no toad expert, so I don't know. <laughs> but you know, uh, since we're on the topic of animals. What if animals could talk, which one do you think would be the rudest?
1: You stole mine. No, I really think, I mean, I think some would be, like, grumpy. Like, I could picture, like, a hippopotamus being, like, grumpy. But do you know who I think would be the rudest? Hmm. A kangaroo. Kangaroo? Yeah.
0: I don't know if they'd be the rudest, but I bet you they'd be the most badass. Like, the (laughs) ones that just, like, they're not necessarily rude, but they just talk all that, like, like, they'd be like the Conor McGregor of the animal world, <laughs> where they would just talk all this unnecessary shit.
1: Did you see the video of the kangaroo where it's, like, choking the guy's dog out? Like, the dog's, like, on the verge of dying, which yeah. that part's not funny, but, like, the dog's, like, trying to, like, squirm away, and then the owner comes up, and the kangaroo just, like, stands up, like, what? The guy, like, punches him in the face, and the kangaroo's, like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: How do you say that? Yeah, it is so. (laughs) Like the kangaroo is just like taken back by the fact that this other species just punched it in the face, and it's just like.
1: I know they're like standing here. Like the hell are you? They're standing (laughs) all here like they're gonna flex out. (laughs) That's what kangaroos look like. They're gonna always flex out. Yeah, they
0: constantly look like they're like trying to bust out of their skin.
1: They are the weirdest looking creatures ever. Like I like them, but like they got this like I don't know deer looking head. (laughs) <laughs> then they got this like manly jacked body. And then they got the pouch, mm-hmm. and then they hop and got a weird long tail.
0: Yeah, tail strong as hell too because they can like stand up on the tail. Can they? No.
1: Oh, that's where they get from. No, just kidding. That's tigger. Just <laughs> 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 yeah, tigers
0: up? tigers cannot do that. <laughs> that is completely fictional. <laughs>
1: who do you think would be the rudest
0: I think it would be hyenas because they're always laughing and so like you know how like when you uh um are in like a, a place where there's a bunch of people who speak a different language and then they, the know, nail you, salon. they know yeah but yeah like a <laughs> nail salon and they know for a fact that you can't speak the language or they think that, that you don't know that they that you can understand them mm-hmm. and so of course I imagine they're talking all kinds of shit and that's why they're always giggling and stuff but I think hyenas would be the same way
1: I can picture that.
0: Like, if we could understand them, they would just be talking all this S all the time and then just laughing at people because they're so damn rude.
1: You know how, like, going back to the nail salon thing that people always think that the people are there, like, laughing at you? (laughs) The lady was doing my, like, toenails and stuff, and... I caught her laughing and like looking and pointing at me. I'm like, oh no, is she really laughing at my hairy oh, this legs? Because <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't shave my legs, which I guess you're not supposed to because of bacteria. But anyway, she was like pointing and laughing at my leg, and I'm like, <laughs> she like squirted the stuff on my leg, and it looked like a tool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did see that. Like, so, like whatever lotion combination they used you drew like a dick on your leg. <laughs>
1: she's like i did that mantle i'm like uh-huh sure yeah
0: she did that shit on purpose
1: there's no way that accidentally happens
0: no. you don't accidentally draw a shaft and two balls and say oh that was on accident
1: <laughs> like this white girl will never understand a <laughs> single word we're saying <laughs> but lucky for me like working previously working around people from like all walks of life and then also marrying into your family where like your mom and your grandma speaks pretty much only to god like like i can pick up on these like little like hints are like, you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. You just got to gotta read into the mannerisms and then yeah. you'll start to understand. I think like, that's,
1: I'm getting better at that.
0: Yeah. Especially when they use certain inflection in their voice and then their mannerisms and, and, like, instead of, like, listening to someone talk, you watch them talk and you can kind of pick up on the body language and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that person's definitely poking fun or talking ass.
1: And I'll tell you one key thing for people who gets their nails done. <laughs> That is a key sign that they're laughing at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't
0: know why I said that. It <laughs> was a really weird face that you made, too.
1: <laughs> what face did I make?
0: I don't know. It was weird, though. Do it. No, I don't. I do can't. What, I can't uh, you Try emulate your faces, but.
1: I have. <laughs> you can read, like, my whole expression by just looking at my face. And, like, sometimes I feel like I'm not making a face that I'll be like, what are you so disgusted about? <laughs> like nothing
0: oh well, yeah you're super animated so like <laughs> I can get through a whole day and wear the same face and no one would ever know what emotion I was feeling at that time right but you like your face is so animated at all times
1: I think it's so funny like looking when you're editing these videos and seeing you're just like yeah so we went to the store and like like you're always looking good and then like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> which, that's, there you go you guys yeah but,
0: that's the animation, your face is, you're just so animated when you talk. I don't
1: know why, and I don't even try, like, it's just, like, I'm overly animated. Like, I can't be mono like, <laughs> like, I wish I could, like, tone it down a little bit. Yeah. What are you going to do? Try to tone it down a little bit.
0: Just be professional. Stand Shoulders back. Just on today's episode.
1: I'm probably making weird faces now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, you look crazy! <clears throat> yeah, right there. See, you can't you can't even do a simple thing as clear your throat without going. <coughs> Just...
1: <laughs> he looks like a llama.
0: <laughs> oh man! Anyway, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Bethany Akins Honick,
0: and you can find me at Chard the Rich Man on Instagram. All right, guys. So that's all we have the time for for today. Catch you on the next one. Peace.
1: Peace. (laughs) I still did it. (laughs)